What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. I guess I wish they would just follow what their passion is, follow what suits their personalities. Don't do what's popular. Do what you want to do and just really believe in that and just practice, practice, practice and um, just go for it. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJeso a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is the place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm super excited to dive into today's conversation with Trina Julius. Now, Trina has been a preschool photographer for the last 10 years, and over that time, she's photographed over 15,000 children in her mini-session outdoor play and portraits. In the last year, she's been building an education side of her business with a focus on teaching other photographers how to incorporate preschool childcare photography into their portrait and family photography businesses. I am so excited to dive into this topic with her today, learning more about playful and fun sessions. So welcome, Trina. Oh, hello. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and just shine a spotlight on preschool photography. Yes. You know, it's so funny because it is, you hear a lot about senior photography, but you really don't hear that much about preschool photography and kindy photography. So can you share a little bit more about that and sort of how you found your passion in there? Yeah, sure. So preschool photography is that age before school. So if they're in childcare, anywhere from like six months on to about four or five-year-olds, I'm just, and I'm not sure wherever you are, what um, your setup is in your country, but uh, here in Australia, so I'm from Australia, 
from Brisbane in Queensland and we have, uh, I particularly do four to five-year-olds, which is that just that year before they go off to big school. So what I do is I go into the, the centre, the kindy we call them, and I take photos of the children out in the yard playing. I set them up in like different little areas. I take them on like an obstacle course and I take 10 to 15 different photos of them doing that as well as some portrait photos. So yeah, I just love it. <laughs> I love that. So is this something that you're arranging with the school or is this something that you're arranging with parents? I'm arranging it with the kindergarten. So they they get me to come in on their behalf and take the photos and then I you know, get the parents to register with me and then I show them the photos via online galleries. I love that. I love that. So how did you get started in this niche? Because this definitely is niche photography and I love discovering different avenues of how we can all be photographers. Yeah. So uh, it started way back when my kids were young. My kids are teenage boys like 14 yeah. and 18 now so mm-hmm. yeah so it started when the kindy that my boys were going to they said hey we know you're a photographer I was just starting out I was trying all different sorts of genres you know trying to find what fitted with me and my personality and my lifestyle and uh, they said how about you give us a go like do you want to come in and do all the photographs for the kids and I was like yeah whatever <laughs> not realizing quite at that stage just what was involved and yeah. you know what I needed to have like the setup and the background of, um, you know, all the administration that goes with it. But, um, yeah, I got in there. I did it. I had 80 kids. I did them in about two days, <laughs> you know, 10 to 15 different photos of each child. And I loved yeah. it. I just remember feeling that, oh, my gosh, I've found what's for me and what suits my personality and uh, yeah, it just was so much fun. So I love that. I'm yeah. a baby photographer through and through. So babies yeah. are my jams. I, but I know that feeling when you're just like doing what you're meant to be doing and like that, that artist's high, you almost get like just being creative and like just being in your passion. It is yeah. so fulfilling. So with four to five-year-olds, they are hilarious. They are just wild cards. So can you share a little bit about focusing specifically on this age and maybe some things that you've noticed with working with them? Yeah. So this age, you know, there's all different sorts of personalities. So you've got to be able to quickly adapt to each child and their personality and work them out, I guess, quickly. And, you know, every time I'm at a different kindy, a different center, I come across so many different personalities, but, you know, they they might be really crazy and fun and really outgoing and keen, or they might be really shy and a little bit reserved and, you know, you just need to work with them and just find what sort of clicks with them, you know, whether you talk about their family or their pets or you encourage them to do climbing or swinging and just saying, can you show me what you do on the slide? And you know, can you get up there and, you know, I'm going to take some pictures of you coming down. So once you get halfway down, remember to look at the monkey on the camera and just really getting them involved in the whole process. And they're, they're often quite surprised that they get to do all the play things in the yard yeah. with me. So, you know, when they're running off back in, inside to the kindy, they're like, yeah, that was fun. That was so much fun. So, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love it because, you know, when you think of traditional food, like school photography and school portraits, like we all get them. Like I remember my son, like I actually never even purchased any of the school photography going through it with him. 
Yeah. Like we always just had the sample ones and it was so funny. And that's all we really needed because it was <laughs> hilarious, right? So I love that you've kind of reimagined what school photography can be. Mm. And it's more of like showing off their personality just instead of showing off their goofy four or five-year-old smile. Do you ever get them wanting to do like bestie sessions or like getting with their best friend and taking pictures with them too? Oh, yeah, that that is starting to be a thing. I have to be careful with privacy, though, because I'm showing online galleries. I have to get permission from each parent of, you know, the best friends. And I I just love those photos, though, because they just light up whenever they're sitting next to their best friend. They play off each other. And that's when I get the real genuine stuff, the real genuine smiles, because they're with their bestie and they're, you know, having a laugh and a giggle and I get them to do like little competitions between each other. So yeah, that's, I love doing those. It's not often that I do them, but yeah, definitely if a request comes through, I'm like, yeah, great. That's no problem. Just get the other parent to send me an email and happy to do it for you. So because I show the photos in their galleries of both of them together, it's just a privacy thing that I need to make sure that I'm adhering to. I love that. So when you're doing it, how are you doing these as packages? Is this something that they purchase ahead of time when they've picked um, what they want? Or is it like you do the session and then they purchase the prints after? Yeah, so I get them to register with me and it's a $35 deposit. So they pay that up front. And then that just allows me permission to photograph them for one. And then they get to choose what they like from the gallery. There's all different packages and they start at $35. So they use that deposit as credit towards this uh, package that they want to spend on. So, yeah, so I have um, all different packages from one photo only right up to all the photos in their gallery. So, you know, I don't ceiling their spend. I let them spend as much as they want to with me. So, yeah. I love that. We we recently went on a family trip to – it's a historic town in British Columbia called Barkerville. And we had just paid our deposit – and this was my husband, my son, and I. And they, what they do is they dress you up in, like, historical garb, whether it be, like, Western or saloon or just whatever they've got there. And what I found fascinating was they only took one photo of our family. Oh, wow. And we were – my husband was prepared to be there for hours. I was prepared to spend, like – I was ready to have fun. My family was on board with playing dress up with me, which is my favorite thing to do. And, and we were going to do it. And she just snapped two photos and she gave us one and that was it. And I was like, I can't even believe the missed opportunity this company is having with every single family because I was like, we're on our family vacation. We never do family photos. I'm a photographer. Like we haven't had a family photo shoot since like 2015, like it's, this is this is our time, and so I was prepared to spend. So I really love that you haven't capped that because I think that's so important. Just realizing that people really do want to spend money on something that is important and meaningful, and especially when it's looking at their children and that that moment in time for them. That is yeah. that's just I love that. That's so great of you. That was where my idea was born because I remember when my kids were young and I got one photo. I was like. I would have bought everything if they would have just offered it to me because he looked so adorable. And he's, I mean, mind you, it was just a backdrop photo, but I wanted more. And that's what I thought. I want to give parents more. And that's what parents have come back to me with feedback is like, oh, you know, I was so surprised. The photographer last year, she just took one photo, he or she. Yeah. And, you know, know, I was so surprised to see how many great photos you have in your gallery. And I just wanted them all. I couldn't choose. I just wanted them all. And that's like, yes, I've done my job, you know. Exactly. 
Exactly. And I think just making it easy for people to say, I want them all. And just like, this is the price for all. And then it's so surprising at when you do offer that, like in our heads, we think, oh no, like they're never going to pay that. Um, And actually it is so much easier if you say, okay, Lisa, this is the price for one. And this is the price for all. And I'm like, I'm just going to get all because I have decision fatigue. I can't make a decision. (laughs) I want all of them. I want the funny faces of my child. Like, right. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I I love giving them that choice and then, you know, they want them all and then I offer them upgrades on all as well so they could get, you know, prints of every photo in their gallery and add on frames and albums. Just I just don't cap it out because you just never know what Mm -hmm. a parent wants to spend. You can never assume. So, yeah, I love that. So how much time would you say you're spending with each child? Depends on their age group. So if they're a four yeah. or five-year-old, I'd spend between five and eight minutes. So yeah. I'm pretty quick. Like I have in my yeah. head a little scenario for it, like a little obstacle course that I take them on and I just set them up and I go, okay, let's go here and here and here and here. And then, you know, I finish within five to eight minutes. It depends yeah. on the personality of the child too. If they're a bit younger, we spend a little bit longer and we allow for that in our morning. So Generally, though, we're, we're working with four to five-year-olds and they're, mm. so, they're so easy to work with. They just oh, follow fine. directions so well. So. They're so lovely. I love I love them. I did um, holiday mini sessions for years and that age group was probably my favorite. They're mm. just like, they're so, so sweet. Absolutely. They just, they tell you little stories and, you know, I love yeah. hearing about their family and, you know, the pets that they have at home. It's just lovely. Now, do you ever run into a situation where you've got a really shy one who may have a little bit of camera fear or maybe a past experience maybe with a photographer that didn't go so well? And how do you turn that around? I just start off gently with them. Um, I actually have my phone with me and I show them photos of my puppies and just anything I can just find to connect with them. I just ask them about them and I really concentrate on just you know, finding out about them. And then I say, where would you like to go in the kindergarten? You know, what's your favorite thing to do? You tell me. I just sort of tread gently with them. If that's not working, I ask them to go choose a friend and bring out a friend to sit with them or go around the obstacle course with them. So usually that, if that's not, you know, working, an educator comes out with them. So usually if I try all those three things, I usually get them. If not, <laughs> I get I just carry on with the rest of the students and then I just go back to them mm-hmm. at some point when they've seen what's happening through the morning, seen their other friends coming in all excited after the photos. And if mm-hmm. they're playing quietly in a corner or off in the yard somewhere, I then just sneak up and just take a few photos for mum and dad yeah, and get whatever I can. Do you ever run into a situation where they have like a special item that they are particularly attached to that they want included in their photos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And I encourage that. I mean, anything yeah. that helps them may feel comfortable with the, the session, have absolutely happy. And when mum and dad are looking back on those photos, they'll remember that item as something that their child really loved at that point. So I think that's important to include. Yeah. I love that. I think my son's also 14 and, um, coming out the other side, I remember like when he was little fighting with him so much, he had this special blanket he called Guggy and it was this knit blanket my grandma had made. And I wish that we had photographed it more and it was in more photos instead of trying to take it away from him and embraced Guggy versus like, because 
he would take it and he would just, he had these knots on it and he would rub it against his little nose. And it was just the most precious little thing that I'm looking back now. But at the time I was like, oh my gosh, that darn blanket, just like get it out of the shot. Right. (laughs) But like, that's the hindsight of like. That's the story when they're that young. That's what you want to remember. Those stories are the important parts, right? Just the smell of the blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not the smell. (laughs) I know, right? He really loved that thing. (laughs) Yeah, I see some pretty worn out little toys come in and some, you know, teddy bears. They look like they've been well bopped. Well loved, definitely. Now, I'm assuming you probably would have to work really efficiently. Are you working solo in this? Like, do you have an assistant or or how how are you keeping it as efficient as possible? Yeah. So first of all, I started without anyone and that was crazy. (laughs) I was just doing it on my own and I was so exhausted at the end of the morning. So then I worked up to having an assistant who would bring the children out for me. So how I work it is I have the children do indoor play while I take them outdoors. It just keeps their attention and focus on me so I can get it done quicker for the teachers so they carry on with their day. Um, so that's really important part of it. And having that assistant go in and bring the children out, I, she get, brings out two or three at a time. And then I kind of worked up to in the last couple of years, I have another photographer with me instead. So we're taking yeah. a child each and we're taking them on the playground each. So you know, as I've got older, <laughs> I'm less energetic. So I need that extra, I know. You know, another photographer there, which is also really great to bounce ideas off during the morning. You know, oh, I found a great light spot over here or, you know, this is a great equipment. You know, they, they love this over here. So we bounce off each other, which is really fun. And we have lots of fun while we're working too together. So I love that. So yeah. Are you primarily doing just kindergarten photography? Is that like your your bread and butter? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So I do it during the week and during weekdays and during school terms, we call them over here. I don't know what you call them where you are. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I don't work school holidays. I don't work public holidays. I don't work yeah. weekends. I yeah. sometimes take family sessions now on weekends. When I was first starting out, a lot of my kidney parents would contact me to do family sessions. So as I just got into the business and got busier and busier, I just did not need to do family sessions at all because I was too busy keeping up with doing at least one centre every week. So it's it's pretty much my bread and butter, my full-time gig. Yeah. (laughs) So are you travelling to other areas of Australia too to do this or is it just primarily in your area? It's mostly, well, all in my area. I have one centre that I travel about three hours away for and they have hired me to come out. They pay for my accommodation and my travel to go out there for three nights and photograph the children at their kindergarten. And I love going out there. They're just such a beautiful little community. It's an out, It's sort of um, inland Australia a little bit, so it's not as big, but they love me coming out every year for them. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> So are there any unique challenges that you run into when you're encountering them and how do you overcome them? I guess uh, one of the biggest challenges is with volume photography. You're dealing with lots and lots of parents and lots and lots of different, I guess, wishes in regards to how they want their photos. So, you know, I, I try to be very upfront about my process, what's involved, what to expect. I give lots of information on my website about the process, you know, frequently asked questions. So as long as I'm very communicative with parents, I find that that process works really well. You know, not every parent reads, which is probably one of my Mm -hmm. biggest 
biggest, <laughs> my biggest bugbears. But, you know, um, I try to contact them as in all forms of communication, whether it be flyers, whether it be, you know, emailed information from the centre, text messaging. So I'm doing my best to cover all bases. But still, there's just that small percentage that turn up and go, oh, I didn't know it was photo day. And you're right. like, oh. <laughs> she dressed herself today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, you're just like, oh, well, we've had lots of time to, you know, to uh, give you all the information. There's been posters on the wall. You've had a flyer given to you. So that's probably one of the, the challenging aspects of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the administration side of it too is, a big part because you there is a lot to do and a lot to keep on top of and you know that's just one thing that I've really got down to a fine art now is mm-hmm. having that workflow that it streamlined it and made it really quick and easy to to get those photos taken to get them edited to get them up on a gallery and ready for the parents to look at and purchase because that's you know that's yeah. what I want <laughs> yeah. that's what I need so yeah do you ever run into a situation where either the child hasn't cooperated at all so you haven't gotten anything or the parents are requesting a reshoot and how do you deal with that yeah so like this particularly happens with toddlers <laughs> so toddlers are always a little bit you know stranger danger and you know we will try our best we'll do what we can but if they're upset or if they're just not wanting us to come anywhere near them we're just okay no problem uh, just contact the parents and I refund their deposit that they've paid I just say look we were unable to this year Maybe next year when, you know, your little one's a little bit older, we'll be able to capture something lovely for you. But in regards to reshoots, I do, I am very upfront in the beginning. If they don't like anything in their gallery, which is usually 10 to 15 different photos, which is very, very rare. I think over the course of my time, I probably had two or three that have contacted me and said, like oh I didn't like any of the photos because I didn't like what my child was wearing and I'm like well what can I do about that that's what you you dress them in to go to kindy with and or you know I don't like the way that my child's hairs was styled somebody styled their hair you know the wrong way and it's like we don't touch their hair whatever they Mm. come in with you know we might just brush it out of their face or just make sure it's a little bit tidy but i never do any redo of hairstyles at all yeah. so that can be a funny one sometimes and yeah. then you know there's a you know that wasn't my child's smile it's like okay you know i'm not you know we do our best but we're only just meeting these children and we've got 5 to 10 minutes with them we do our absolute best to get a genuine yeah. smile but um yeah, so there's very few and far between because usually they'll find something in their gallery that will connect with them that they can purchase. I think that's so important is like, you know, you know, it happened to me years ago and I was really kind of taken aback by it. I had a, a client, oh gosh, it was probably my one of my first years and they were just so critical and so mean about their child and the way they looked. Aww. And I was just like, oh, it just broke my heart. <laughs> like I was like... Yeah mama what are you doing like yeah. <laughs> the photography is great your child looks great yeah you know yeah. and uh that w- that was really a hard situation so yeah. parents that are, are a little bit harder on their children than necessary always break my heart yeah we just never know what's going on you know with them no. we don't know what's happening in their lives and they just don't realize it at the point and you know they might look back in years to come and go you know that was beautiful those photos were beautiful yeah. so 
Yeah. yeah. So I just I give them, I always give them a little bit of slack because I think, you know, they've got young kids. I mean, yeah. having, I've got a 14 and an 18 year old now. It's so easy. Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I do remember that time when they're young and it's hard. It's, you know, oh, so yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, so sometimes the photographer might bear the brunt, but um, I just, I just, I'm yeah. polite, I'm kind, I'm considerate and say, that's okay, no problems. I love that. So are there any essential tools or resources photographers that might be looking to incorporate or get started in this niche that you can recommend? Yeah. So, oh gosh, um, <laughs> there's anything from the equipment that I photograph with on site. So I use the mirrorless Canon camera, which I love. So the new facial tracking is just a game changer for yeah. kids photography. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so I, I use that. I use a 50mm prime lens as well, and I'm always shooting at like 2.0, 2.2 yeah. to get a really lovely background. And and then on the administration side of it, it's just having really good gallery software that you can use that is um, intuitive and you customise to um, make sure that, you know, your process is it works really well so and parents can order easily. So I have I use a particular one called Citus. It's not a really well-known one, but um, we in Australia don't have access to software such as Got Photo or oh. um, Picture Day or um, Proof Pics or a few of the other ones. It's just not available for Australians, which is really odd. I've That's talked to the hard. software developers a few times and said, yeah. hey, come on board to the Australians, you know. What's different in Australia? <laughs> oh I know. Um, it's, it's Sometimes it's the suppliers that provide the prints so you can get fulfillment done by print labs of any yeah. prints that parents order but um i or i do self-fulfilling so i send off yeah. my prints to my own private lab um and uh, that works well for me but yeah it's just finding the right software that fits your yeah. business uh, yeah love that so any tips on staying organized with having that many clients yeah like my motto <laughs> is prior preparation prevents poor performance and I'm a huge mm -hmm. believer in that. I've always prepared. I'm always organized up front before I start at the center. I have, you know, all my folders organized. I have, you know, just the process or I've got emails or pre-written that I send out at particular points. It's just, you know, making sure that you've got all those things ready to go so it can just happen as you work yeah. through the process. So, yeah, just being organized up front. And because you want, as soon as you take the photos, you want that quick turnaround to the parents. I don't like my parents having to wait any longer than five days to see their child's photos. I just, mm -hmm. I love getting them out quickly because then they're surprised. <laughs> so, yeah. Has there been any session or, or child that's been particularly memorable and become one of your favorite sessions? And if so, can you share the story with us? <laughs> oh my gosh, there's so many. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking back to one particular one who was a few months ago and she was just adorable. She had me in stitches. Like she was just, she was like, like, can we go over here? Can I have my photo taken here? And she giggled the whole way through. I did not have to prompt her at all. She run the session on me. She, she was like, oh, I like, I like climbing up here. Can we go here? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then she grabbed a book and she opened it up and she's like, she sit, sit on the ground and she's like giggling at it. And then she'd look up at me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, she's doing my job for me. <laughs> yeah. So and then at the end, she's like, can I have more? And I'm like, oh, gosh, I would love to. I, I could have just taken 100 photos of this little one yeah. because she was just so cute. Um, I just said, oh, I have to photograph other children now. Thank you. Yeah, so 
I love it when they like that. It's just adorable. I know. Yeah. When they're so cooperative and they're like so into it. Like yeah. it just like you are my favorite. I love you so much. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I've got two boys. I'm like, oh, I love you. I know. I, I was a girl. I was son. All right. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. So are you ready to dive into our lightning round? Oh, yes. I'm excited about your lightning round. <laughs> okay. So if you like to cook, what do you like to cook the most? Oh, my favorite is banana bread. My, my kids oh. love my banana bread. So, yeah. <laughs> favorite movie? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, this, I don't know. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the holiday. I love the holiday. Oh. I watch that every year. That's my favorite. I watch that like 13 times every year. Oh, like, yeah. That is on repeat. I love that. <laughs> uh, what did you want to be when you grew up as a kid? Oh, I started off, I started off my working career as a nurse. So I um, always wanted to be a nurse. I went right through my nursing education. I was a registered nurse for 15 years and then I swapped into photography. So I guess that's what I wanted to be, but um, yeah, yeah, things change, don't they? So yeah. yeah, I love that. I love it. Go-to song that lifts you up when you're down. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, just anything on the pop charts, really. I just yeah. love just listening to the top ten. Um, I don't know if you know Guy Sebastian over there in the yep. states. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay, he's yep. got lots of great songs, so yep. um, I usually put his album on and sing along in the car. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love that. Favorite guilty or not so guilty pleasure? Ah, oh, chocolate. Totally guilty pleasure, <laughs> pleasure because I'm a diabetic. So, oh. I have, <laughs> so it's a very guilty pleasure. Yeah, so I have a little bit. <laughs> little pieces. I love it. <laughs> Oceans or mountains and why? Oh, definitely mountains. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Even though I live fairly close to the sea, I still, oh. yeah, just the scenery and the, um, yeah. just, Definitely. I love that. I live in central British Columbia. So I live around mountains and I'm such an ocean girl. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I think we're born in the wrong spot. <laughs> I love it. What's your favorite comfort food? Ah, well, chocolate biscuits. <laughs> I love it. Again, you know, totally the wrong thing for me, but that, that would be my comfort food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What is something you've accomplished as an adult that your younger self would be proud of? Oh, um, I think just running my own business and just having that confidence and that, you know, to get myself out there. And even now that I'm starting to educate as well in the field, just to stand up and just, you know, show the way that I do things. I think my younger self would be so proud of me because I was a little shyer when I was younger. Yeah. So I think my younger self would be like, wow. Look at you go, girl. Yeah. So. I love it. Yeah. I love it. What are you most grateful for in this season of life? Ah, wow. I'm grateful for my family, of course, and my beautiful friends. Uh, but I'm just so grateful to be able to run my own business, have that freedom and flexibility for my lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. I love that. What has been the best piece of business advice you've ever been given? Ah, yes. There's been so much. Um, I guess that the planning started, you know, planning and making sure you're ahead. That that saying that I said before, prior preparation prevents poor performance. Mm. I was told that many, many years ago um, and probably about 20 years ago now. So, and I just live by that. And as long as I feel organized, I feel on top of things. So, yeah, so that's all I can give forward to new photographers coming forward is just be organized and 
happy ducks in a row. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What do you wish more photographers knew? Ah, uh, I guess I wish they would just follow what their passion is, uh, follow what suits their personalities. Don't do what's popular. Do what you want to do and just really believe in that and just practice, practice, practice and um, just go for it. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> so where, where can our listeners learn more from you? Okay. So my photography website is redcherryimages.com.au. If they want to learn about how to be a preschool photographer, learn the way I do things, uh, you know, I've got lots of, I've got a little mini course on preschool posing, which is a fabulous resource for anyone who's looking to maybe start out in preschool photography. So they go to artofkindyphotography.com. So, yeah, and there's all awesome. the information there. <laughs> awesome. And we'll make sure we include that in the show notes too. So I love to end my interviews just with this last question, and it is what are you currently curious about or artistically curious about? Yeah, so I guess when it comes to the photography side, I would love to create a competition, not a competition, but an awards on preschool photography. There's just nothing out there with preschool photography. So I'm looking into that and because I've got a community behind me, uh, a Facebook group are all preschool kindy photographers. So I'd love to introduce something like that because there is just nothing. There's children's categories, but I guess preschool is just another category on its own and we're just a little bit forgotten about sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I I would sort of be a little bit creative and yeah, it's not so much creative. It's it's probably just something I think you think. Yeah. 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 I love that. (laughs) Well, Trina, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I've had so much fun. It's been so lovely it to chat so with fast, you. Right? <laughs> it's us. Yeah. Oh, my beautiful friends. I hope you have enjoyed this conversation just as much as I have. I am sending you so much of my light and my love today and every single day. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a moment to ask you a little favor. I so appreciate you spending your time with me and tuning in and listening to the show. I would be so incredibly grateful if you could take a quick moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your review helps other photographers discover the podcast and learn how to grow their own photography businesses and gain confidence to go after their dreams. It also means the world to me personally and helps me know what content you find most helpful. Thank you so much for your support and for being part of our amazing community.